If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. And I'm Paul Burkhart. Fucking buddy. Dedication to the High Potion game. I got strep throat. I'm Ooh. still recording. Look at this. Look at this, man. Playing through the pain. Mm. Like Look Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. When he this had is the my flu. flu game. Look, I can't guarantee any Michael Jordan flu game style performance. But we'll nah, see. man. I'm going to set you up. Mm. I'm going to be dishing assists like uh, John Paxson back Ooh. in the day. <laughs> Uh, man, we got. I'm excited about this one. This one, Steve baked up. This is a 100% Steve idea. Yeah, I have the dumb ideas. You have like the good, classy ideas, like the ones you know, like last week's and stuff. Um, shout out to Robbo, he was great. Um, but yeah, I come up with these dumb ideas and you play along, but I oh, think it'll be fun. I think these are going to be fun. So we're going to be, um, one. So when Steve. And I and Jeff and Nick and Will, when our whole little group hangs out online, we go deep into the hypothetical, right? We like to <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking come up with crazy hypothetical scenarios and we'll spin yarns on those for hours, <laughs> bro. Like, well, what would happen if hypothetically Nick and his family went to Disney World and Nick ate a spoiled turkey leg and shat himself on the Matterhorn <laughs> or whatever? Yeah. Classic. Yeah, classic. Classic. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing today, but it's going to be, you know, a little more focused on gaming, right? We're going to be mm-hmm. um, proposing hypotheticals to each other. And uh, I, I've got some that I think are pretty good, pretty silly. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Now, buddy, before we get into that, mm-hmm. um, I don't think we really need to do what have you been playing? I think you and I have probably been playing the same goddamn stuff as we were last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Ishin is uh, like a dragon ishin is just around the corner my ass discovered that you could play it four days early by getting the digital deluxe edition and i said i'll buy that for a dollar which is only like what 10 bucks more right yeah yeah not too bad yeah it's not like they're charging you 50 more bucks no no and i was like well you guys got me four days earlier so i will definitely be well this will come out after but i'll be streaming that on friday heck yeah i'm Um, gonna be playing it for sure um you know, it's kind of, it's going to be weird to go from Ghost of Tsushima to mm-hmm. like a Dragon Ishin. You know? <laughs> there, you know, you know, there's certainly going to be some silliness in Ishin. Oh, big time! I can't and wait. There's not much room for silly in um, Ghost of Tsushima. Whimsical, not really, you know. Yeah, that game is great, though. God, oh, I love so Ghost good. of Tsushima so much. Um, but I I have a story I want to tell you that I've been saving Ooh, because I, I love think these. I, I know you're going to love this, right? So a couple of days ago, I'm hanging out. Well, not hanging out. I'm talking on the phone with our buddy Johnny Grasso, right? We're just shooting the shit. We're talking about bidding on comics on eBay or whatever the hell it may be. And his son, so Johnny has a son also named Johnny Grasso. And the younger... Now, is, is he Johnny Grasso Jr.? Um, I don't know. He might... I, I kind of feel like maybe Johnny's dad was John as well. Mm-hmm. So he might be like the third. Oh, interesting. Um, I have to ask him. Yeah, we'll have Sorry. to ask him. Um, and Johnny was telling me, he was like, man, you got to have little Johnny on the, the show sometime. He, you know, because he's, he's way into gaming, the, the younger Johnny Grasso. 
And he was like, and he'll talk your head off. And so we're sitting there talking. And then um, I hear him in the background. He goes, hey, dad, who are you talking to? And he goes, I'm talking to Halls. Who else would I be talking to? And he goes, can I talk to him? And Johnny's like, hey, is it, is it cool if he talks to you? And I was like, yeah, totally. So I get on the phone with him, and he goes, hey, what have you been playing lately? And I, and I tell him, and he goes, have you ever played Elden Ring? And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And he goes, okay, can I ask you some questions? Because I watch a lot of videos about it, and I really want to try it, but I'm afraid it's too hard. And I was like, buddy, it's not too hard. You just got to stick to it. And so, you know, I was giving him some pointers. I was like, you know, don't be afraid to use a guide. Um, I told him I would ask you because you knew like the the good sort of starter class. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I told him I'd ask you what that was. And then he goes, OK, well, have you ever played Demon Souls? And I was like, oh, but here we go. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And so we start talking about that. And he goes, well, I've got Demon Souls. My, my uncle got it for me for Christmas, but I've been too afraid to start it. And I was like, oh, man, you got to. You got to try it. They're really good. And he goes, um, I, was, I was looking at all the classes for Elden Ring. And who, who the hell wants to play the prisoner? Huh? I don't understand that one. <laughs> and so, like, I was having this really detailed, in-depth, um, from-game discussion with Johnny Grosso's son. And then, like, you could tell Johnny was getting fed up with it in the background. He was like, all right, all right, you two, give me the phone back. Give me the phone back. <laughs> Sounds like a kid after my own heart. Yeah, he's, sure. he's very intrigued by the From stuff, specifically Demon Souls and um, Elden Ring. So, Yeah, man, I'm happy to give him advice whenever he wants. Yep. Yeah, be great. So I thought you uh, you'd like to hear that. He, uh, I was like, I was like, so what's your favorite game? And he goes, mm, man, that's too hard. I can't pick one. And he <laughs> goes, I really like God of War from 2018, and Ragnarok was okay. And I was like, damn, this kid is on it. Sharp from the mouth of babes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Uh, he, uh, well, I, I can't wait to get an update to see if he started him. In fact, Johnny called me today and was like, when I get home, I'm going to ask him if he started Demon Souls. Cool. Yeah. So. Just have to really the first of the from games is always the hardest, you know, mm -hmm. once you kind of learn their formula, the rest of them aren't so bad. Yeah. And I even told him like, Hey man, that's what I did. I started with Demon Souls. I tried other ones, but the one that first really clicked for me was Demon Souls. And, um, I ended up really liking it, and then I played Elden Ring. So, Man, I, I loved getting online back in the early PlayStation 5 days and seeing you playing Demon's Souls oh, on my friends list. Bruh. All, it's and, a good time. And, and I remember one day I sent, like, because I would just text you anytime I beat a boss. I hit you with, like, three bosses in one day. I was on fire that yep, one I was day. like, yes, Oz, yes. <laughs> Going, man. Um, so. What's the, why don't you kick us off, buddy? What's your first hypothetical? Okay, so we're going to do some some dumb questions here. So mm -hmm. I figure we start out with one that's kind of, you know, a little more normal question here. So you can have one game with, like, a mainly horse-based system, okay? You can have The Witcher 3, Ghost of Tsushima, you know, Roach. Nobu, in your case, for Ghost of Tsushima, right? Mm -hmm. Torrent from Elden Ring, Elden Ring. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, and I don't even know what that horse is. What's the fancy one? Eric Struthers is oh, screaming in his car right that, now. What? That, White Arabian or whatever. Yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> um, or Breath of the Wild. Ooh. Ghost of Tsushima. Easy one for you there, Ghost of Tsushima. Didn't have to think too hard. Yeah, what would your answer be? Probably El Torrent. Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tor Torrent comes in a close second, but Ghost no of hate, Tsushima... None. I love Roach too. Yeah. You know, me too. Like you, you just let name nothing but games I really like. You know, like, um, so the thing is, is like, I Ghost of Tsushima was one of those weird happenstances where, like, in a lot of ways, I felt like it was a game made specifically for me. Mm -hmm. samurai fucking cool combat beautiful visuals you can hang out with foxes apparently cats thanks for the spoiler nick <laughs> just fucking he's not that not he really a spoiler him. yeah <laughs> um and things like that so yeah ghost of tsushima is a real special game to me i love that game i can't mm -hmm. wait for the next one yeah, and the horse uh, interplay is good as well you know like mm -hmm. i love how you can jump off the horse and do oh, attacks yeah. and 
cool stuff like that and you know there's the whole it's kind of woven into the storyline pretty well yeah and one, like so. the thing is is torrent is awesome like mm -hmm. in the he game he can double jump he can know? double jump but like you don't really connect with torrent right mm -hmm. you definitely connect with your horse in ghost of tsushima you definitely connect with your horse in red dead you know but in um I liked Roach too. I always felt kind of connected to Roach. Yeah, but, but even though he he died all the time, it seemed like, and then you just get a new one, call him Roach. Yeah, uh, <laughs> old Geralt, like he just seems like Roach is a tool to him. I never feel like Roach is his boy. You know what right. I mean? Not like in Ghost of Tsushima, yeah, where like you Sakai would wake up on the horse, yeah, like, and the horse is sleeping. Fucking, yeah, yeah, man. Oof, good geez. stuff. Good um, stuff. All right, cool. All right, you ready for one? Let's go. All right. Let's uh, say hypothetically, you're you're you've finally done it. You're visiting Japan. You're having the time of your life, right? One night you're at a a bar. You know, maybe one of those those bars that's like real tiny. That just has like one like line of chairs for people mm -hmm. to sit at the actual bar, having a couple of drinks. Who comes in the door but Hidetaka Miyazaki? Oh shit! And you're cool though. You play it fucking ice cold, right? You buy him a drink. Mm -hmm. You guys are hanging out. Come pie, all this stuff. He's asking you like, like uh, about your life back in the states. He seems very interested that you live close to the beach, right? You guys talk. You're telling him like. Eventually, it comes up, man. You're like, hey, man, listen, I fucking <laughs> love your games, and like, not for nothing, but boy, would I be excited if you guys did a Bloodborne sequel, okay? Mm -hmm. And he's like. Yeah, well, I really appreciate it. He's very humble. We love a humble king, right? So he's <laughs> like, yeah, I really appreciate that. Like, um, you know, it's good to hear that you enjoy my work. We've got some cool stuff coming, you know, um, blah, blah, blah. Next day you wake up, you're a little hungover, right? Maybe you go down to the corner store, have a fucking fancy Japanese soda pop and some natto. And what do you <laughs> see on your phone but a friend request on Facebook from Hidetaka Miyazaki. And he's like, you, you, of course you accept it. And he's like, Steve, I had a lot of fun hanging out with you. Why don't you come by the From offices today for a tour, right? And you go by and he's showing you, you know, he's giving you a little peeky peeky at like Elden Ring DLC, a little cheeky peek, right? <laughs> and the whole time he's like, so how far from the beach do you live, right? And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, minutes. It's like, it's such a short drive. And then he takes you into a boardroom, right? And it's just the two of you. He's at one end of a really long table. You're at the others. And, he's get, and he goes, Steve, I've been thinking a lot about what you said last night about a Bloodborne 2. And I've had a really killer idea in my head. And, you know, honestly, I think before we do that, we'd probably need to do like a, a nice 60 frames 4K remaster of the first one. You know, just to get everybody, um, you know, refresh everybody. Get it back in the public consciousness a little more. Um, but... Before I commit to do this, I need a commitment from you, right? And you're like, okay, what, what is it? And he claps his hands, and one of his assistants comes in and puts like a fancy mirrorless DSLR camera in front of you on a silver platter. And he goes, you live near the beach? And you're like, yes, I do. And he goes, I need you to send me a lot of feet pics, like a lot. <laughs> And you go, oh, man, I'll send you pics of my feet all day. Or, or you know, I can find some lady to take feet pics. And he goes, no. The trick is I want them to be spy pics. <laughs> so I want you to take – I want you to go to the beach, right, and take pictures of ladies' feet without them knowing and send them to me. <laughs> Would you be able to commit to this – to get Bloodborne, a remastered 4K, 60 frames, Bloodborne, and a sequel? Oh, hell yeah. That's easy. <laughs> I'd do that easy. It would be no problem. I mean, like, I mean, they may not be the best quality pictures, but I'd learn as I went. Uh-huh. Just, like, being able to walk by and real smooth. They wouldn't even know it happened, you know, kind of deal. Yeah, get some photography uh, pointers from our boy Jeremy. Right, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, that shouldn't be an issue. Now, I would want to get, like, a firm... When is when am I done on this job date? Maybe but when Bloodborne take... Two releases. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. Yeah, I'd do that. You could. I mean, you could be five looking years, at like five to five eight years, years right? Because the remaster has to come out first. 
Is he putting <laughs> on, on the payroll? <laughs> Is this my job now? Because <laughs> yes, yeah, oh yeah, benefits yeah, even better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so he would yeah. be happy. You, be like, yeah, go take fucking feet pictures. Do it. <laughs> you're you're literally right. Um, um, in the credits of the game, special thanks, Stephen Crothy. <laughs> photography that it doesn't say exactly you know right mm-hmm. you know he keeps it a little on the down low but it you know you're in the special thanks all right well then okay he calls you up harder wow he calls you up about three years from now right after this you've been taking pictures you're the fucking peter parker of non-consensual feet pics right <laughs> he calls you up and he says hey steve i i've hit a roadblock man i don't I don't know if I can get it across the finish line. Like everybody loves the remaster of the first one, but I'm just, I'm hitting a creative roadblock with the sequel. And you're like, oh man. And he's like, I I don't want to disappoint you though, Steve. I consider you like a brother. And you're like, wow, this is awesome. And he goes, okay. So I've been listening to a high potion. (laughs) And I know your co-host has that bit about his weird foot. I want that weird foot. (laughs) Just the whole foot? The whole foot. He wants you <laughs> to to hand deliver him in a purple velvet lined <laughs> box, my weird foot. Uh, I couldn't do that to you, man. Oh, buddy, I wouldn't let you turn it down. <laughs> I'd be like, well, can I at least go under? I don't have to be awake saw style, right? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. We're getting that bloodborne too. But there's going to be a handwritten note. It'll say, you know, Miyazaki-san, thank you for allowing my friend Steve to work with you. Uh, I am going to require one thing. Um, There needs to be a wheelchair class. Enough with the fucking (laughs) killing the folks in wheelchairs in the sequel. And I'm going to need to be in those credits, too. Okay? (laughs) I think that he would be cool with that. Yeah, yeah. We'd probably both get like the super deluxe collector's editions too. Uh, we got you know? for a foot for my whole last <laughs> foot. I sure hope so. And then they you go in there and you see him fucking scanning it with lasers to put it in the game as a boss. <laughs> we are the football. The final boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, that was crazy. That was a fun ride. Hey man, I told you it was gonna get weird. All right, so <laughs> weird. You uh, receive a phone call. Okay. Okay. Hello. Some distant aunt has died. Oh, okay. But she's left you in her will the money to do an Airbnb kind of wherever you want. Like, not wherever you want. She's got some locations in mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have to decide where of the, which of these locations you want to build an Airbnb in. Okay. Okay. All right. Seattle, nice little spot right between the scar camp and the wolf camp in, t- in the last of us too. Okay. okay. Um, level five in demon souls, the whole fi- whole last level five in demon souls, which is the swamp level. Oh my God. Um, rapture, the somewhere in rapture, Bioshock, Oh, oh my Bioshock, <coughs> the USS Ishimura. Somehow you're going to get an Airbnb in the dead space spaceship, but oh my lord, that one, or the library in the first Halo. Oh, <laughs> bro. Okay, so I'm gonna have to look through. Okay, so first off, Rapture would probably be the Airbnb location that would net me the most cash, mm-hmm. right? The mm-hmm. one that people would be most interested in going to. But I don't know if you know this about me, Steve. I am terrified of under the sea, <laughs> bro. Terrified of under the sea. Me too, man. <laughs> I don't like it, man. I'm I, horrified. Big sea creatures freak me right the fuck out, man. <laughs> so from a financial standpoint, that one is probably the soundest investment, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I could probably retire off them Airbnb bucks. People be like, yeah, I'll stay under the sea with a big daddy and a creepy kid. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, just in the little little instruction booklet, Mm -hmm. it's like the first thing, don't fuck with the big daddy. Yeah, just let them do their thing, man. Um, Ooh, Steve, sex chess is on sale on Steam. Sorry. Um, Okay. 
the Ishimura, no thank you, man. For First off, an Airbnb in space sounds amazing. But do you remember those fucking undead demon babies? Mm-hmm. Holy moly, no thank you. Yeah, that... Mm-mm. Like, and, and that uh, that is a waste of an investment. I book that once, and then it's the front page on IGN, right? <laughs> Airbnb on Spaceship uh, fails horribly because the demon babies ate the first tenant, you know? You'd charge $70 million for the first rental. <laughs> yeah, and then just peace out. You know what I mean? Change my name. Right. Um. So we also had Seattle in The Last of Us 2. Level 5 and Demon Souls in the of library course. from Halo. Bruh, my life is level 5 from Demon Souls. Fucking <laughs> poison swamp ass life. It's fucking poison swamp ass head ass life I lead. Um, so no, not that. The library from Halo. Did you say that because you know how much I dislike that part? Partially. Yeah. yeah. At least partially. I wanted this to be tough. You know, the fucking Pacific Northwest seems kind of cool, though. You know, I've never been there. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh. There. I'm going to say there. All right. Just, uh, you know, watch out for the crazy religious fanatics who like to string people up by trees and oh, bro. disembowel them. <laughs> Trust me, I've been waiting for the, <laughs> for the opportunity to go head-to-head against that kind of group, bro. Hell yeah. I'll be defending that Airbnb. <laughs> nice. Okay, cool. That was, uh, I kind of thought Rapture was going to be the, the answer, but with the intense fear of underwater, mm-hmm. just like me. I can't made, do it, man. Makes sense. Yeah. It'll scare me. It'll scare me too much, Steve. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, Steve. Now, this one isn't as silly as my last one. Mm -hmm. All right. When you think about video game auteurs, right? You know, obviously, I think our pal... Hidetaka Miyazaki would qualify for that, right? 100%. Kojima, Miyamoto, right? Gabe Newell in some regards, right? When you think about them, right, they always sort of have a main game or franchise that they are associated with, right? Mm -hmm. So if you could take any two, excuse me, video game auteurs and... Have them switch places for one game, meaning one guy works on, you know, the next entry in the other guy's franchise and v- right. vice versa. Who would it be? What hmm. two franchises it would it be and how would they switch? Okay, so when we say auteurs, you, you mentioned Kojima, Miyazaki, Newell to an extent. Are we including like Neil Druckmann? Yeah, anybody. Um, Anybody that you would think fits the term. It's not just those guys. Anybody that you would consider, you know, like the the behind the scenes. And, and like, let's also take a moment to, like, sort of acknowledge that, yes, all these people are immensely talented and, and creative. But the, the term auteur when it comes to video games is a little silly because there's hundreds mm. of people that work so on many. these and yeah. stuff. But mm. ju- for the purposes of this hypothetical. Right, sure, sure. I mean, you and I both definitely appreciate the work done by everybody on these games. Definitely not the work of one guy. But I, uh, for this hypothetical, of course you know I'm going to go with Miyazaki with something. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts is Miyazaki does a Final Fantasy. And then the Final Fantasy guys do the next Elden Ring. I think that would be kind of fun, actually. Kind of like Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Uh-huh. 
but like with with those two franchises but with the one actually like with both of them actually coming out mm-hmm. we sure mm-hmm. never got that we got street fighter cross tekken but we never got tekken cross street fighter that's right yeah probably you know never what's will crazy when i was thinking about this you kind of nailed so this was my thought right what I, my thought on this hypothetical was yoshi p from Final Fantasy 14 and the upcoming Final Fantasy 16. He works on the Souls MMO. Mm-hmm. And Miyazaki works on the next Final Fantasy game. 17? <laughs> yeah, 17. But then, like, I was also thinking, like, how crazy would it be, right, to have Miyamoto work on the next Elden Ring, Miyazaki <laughs> work on the next Legend of Zelda game. Ooh, that would be wild. Yeah. N- that- N- Nintendo would be like, what the fuck? Oh my, what do we do here? <laughs> you know, with that said too, I wouldn't mind like the teams at Naughty Dog switching with Kojima and doing like either a Metal Gear or like a sequel to Death Stranding, uh, like the third Death Stranding. And then see what Kojima could do in that bleak Last of Us landscape. See, kind of deal. this is what I think. I think it would work best for Neil Druckmann to do a story set in the Metal Gear universe, but not Metal Gear Solid Six. Right. Mm-hmm. Where, and I also think Kojima shouldn't do the Last of Us Three. I think he should do a story set in the Last of Us universe, like a spinoff. Totally. Yeah. I would I would love to see something like that. I'd just love to see that anyway. Like it doesn't matter who, you know, like you never mm-hmm. see stuff like that. I guess a guy like Yoko Taro, the guy who made Nier, you mm-hmm. see him work with, you know, several different studios, I guess, well, throughout his career. But... And you know, part of what um the genesis of this specific question was sort of the reverence and care that Yoshi P and his team have taken with incorporating all the previous Final Fantasy elements into 14. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a real love letter to the franchise, that MMO. Mm, I, I like, agree. Like, because, you know, you could, you could sort of sit here and imagine him applying that sort of care and reverence to, you know, souls or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, being able to replicate something equally as special. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree, man. There's, there's, it's, it's such a tempting thing too. <clears throat> I could see Miyazaki easily doing a near game. Oh, those games are bleak. They're so bleak story-wise. Like you know, it mm-hmm. lends itself so well to their mm-hmm. kind of je ne sais quoi, mm-hmm. whatever they are putting out there. And the same thing with Taro with uh, Dark Souls. It would give it like a real weird some humor to it but at the same time it wouldn't lose any of its punch you know in terms of story the crazy thing to think about is like Miyazaki working in that sort of post-apocalyptic sci-fi-esque setting of the near games too Mm -hmm. you know like that's cool to think about exactly yeah because they have kind of a they have kind of a type you know uh, Mm -hmm. Miyazaki but I love that type but yeah I guess we'll see how Armored Core does. Yeah, and he's, it doesn't seem like he's super, you know, and super, super involved. He's involved, but it's not right. like as hands-on as, say, some of the other stuff. He started he started as director, but then handed it off, I think, after the project kind of got off the ground. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, All right. what's your ready next for one? Your, ready for your next one? Yep. All right, Capcom has emailed you. Okay. And they say, we want you to decide who is going to be our next DLC character for Street Fighter. All right. We've narrowed it down to a few. A few, a few people here. Okay. So, first is Abby from The Last of Us 2. All right. Second, Yennefer from The Witcher. Okay. Ashley Williams from Mass Effect. Gabby from Attack on Titan. And Zenitsu from Demon Slayer. Thanks for listening this week, you guys. We will. <laughs> I'll see. Uh, peace. peace. <laughs> Bro. Okay. So you bring in Abby. You know, it's been well, <laughs> well established. Sort of my feelings on Abby. 
Um, you know, they turned me around on her a little bit. We won't go mm-hmm, into, mm-hmm. into it too much. Ashley Williams, the space racist. <laughs> yep. <laughs> who only threw the magic of fucking <laughs> Captain Ch- uh, G- Captain Jack Shepard's magical space ding dong. Does she start to see the light and stop being a space racist? <laughs> Jennifer, who is awesome. Like, you know. No hate to Yennefer. I'm just a Triss guy, bro. Exactly. Exactly. You know? That's why. That's why. Oh, I, put I know. I, it, I knew the minute you said Abby, I was like, oh, weird. And then the second one being Yennefer, I was like, I see what's going on here. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate the Ashley Williams one, but the, the... Ashley Williams one was good. Now Gabby, who is? Oh, Gabby! <laughs> Fuck Gabby, man! I was waiting for that. I thought I thought I'd get more of a reaction when I said it. <laughs> See, I was sitting here going, "Now, which one is Gabby?" Because there's like <laughs> peace and love. I love Attack on Titan. It's one of my favorite shows. But there's a billion fucking characters, and a lot of them look the same goddamn way, art style right. wise. But military. Then it, then it hit me, bruh. <laughs> Gabby, Gabby, who's responsible for killing my favorite Attack on Titan character? <laughs> Oh, fuck Gabby. Gabby is not it. That is not it. <laughs> and then Zenitsu. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Ashley Williams. Like, it sucks because do you know how excited <laughs> I would be to have a Mass Effect character in Street Fighter? But Ashley Williams? I was literally trying to think of the worst one in Mass Effect. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Fuck, man. You really did me dirty with this, Steve. Okay, so it's down to it's down to Yennefer, Gabby, and Zenitsu. G- uh, y- uh, or not Gabby, Abby. Mm-hmm, Abby, mm-hmm. Zenitsu, and Yennefer. Bro, I like I know they start to turn Zenitsu around, but I couldn't take because you know the minute Jeff figured out that what Zenitsu's bit is, that's the only fucking character he would play. And so, like, all night on Friday, Saturday night, we'd have to hear, Nezuko! Nezuko-chan! Be crying when we hit him. So he's out. I'm going to say Yennefer. Okay, all right. I'm going to say Yennefer. Yennefer. That was that was good, man. Thanks for taking us through all of all of the emotions that came with that one. Now, what about you? What's your choice out of all? I would have picked Abby. I figured as much. Yeah, yeah. I See, feel like she me, would be good. Like she's she's ripped. You know, she knows how to fight. To me, if this was Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. Abby fits as a guest character in Mortal Kombat better than she does in Street Fighter. Totally Potter. see that. Totally see that. Um, yeah. And I feel like Yennefer, she's magic. You know, mm-hmm. there's magic mm-hmm. in Street Fighter. Totally, too. yeah. Well, there's magic in Mortal Kombat, too. Whatever. But I know what you mean. Like, yeah. the, the realistic mm-hmm. nature of The Last of Us 2 definitely would lend itself better to Mortal Kombat. I completely agree. <laughs> okay. Steve, now listen. You and I, I think we are what the kids would call old heads when it comes, <laughs> comes to For sure. old head-ass heads. Can I can I make a joke? Like uh, mm. Sacred Icon had a, a post on Twitter the other day where they were like, "What franchise did you get into ten years after it was released?" And I was like, Psh, "I'm too old for that question, man." Um, ten <laughs> years after it released, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Pitfall. Like, what the fuck am I going to answer there 10 years after? Bro, I was there at the genesis of the real American gaming movement with the NES Mm -hmm. 10 years Mm -hmm. after it released. Get to that, you young motherfuckers. We were just there for it all. Yeah. Fucking Twitter smoke Brian talking about like, oh, I'm old. I just turned 30. My poor back. I'm like, shut up! (laughs) Old with your beautiful family and your handsome best friend. Oh, shit. Fucking around. Ah, man, I love those guys. Uh, Good stuff. Um, Okay. So we've been around for a while, right? Franchises come and go, right? And sometimes, like, they go away, and it's not the worst thing. You know, sometimes franchises decline, and it's it's Mm -hmm. probably a good thing that they get sunsetted. It's like wrestlers. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. you got to go out on top. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes you got to be a fucking hack that looks like King Hippo. 
Um, yeah, so, yeah, that. <laughs> if you had the ability to snap your fingers and <clears throat> with the powers of video game necromancy, rise uh, uh, a for, not even forgotten, but a, a long dormant franchise from the grave, and it doesn't just come back like it comes back in stellar triple A form. I'm talking across the board. Uh, uh, scores that range from like 8.5 to 9s, you know. Let's not get crazy and say 10s. <laughs> um, but if you could do that, what would your – and it doesn't just have to be one. Like talk it out with me. Like let's see if you can't – see your process on deciding which one it would be. <clears throat> so my first thought is Golden Axe. Like that's mm -hmm. gut, gut call is Golden Axe. Um, you know, it's a pretty old one hasn't you know hasn't been around in forever yeah i think the last golden axe game was on the 360 and it was awful oh god yeah i don't even remember that when i think of golden axe i think of the sega genesis days yeah so golden axe beast rider came out in 2008 for the playstation <laughs> 3 and the 360 um, so that is a franchise that's been gone for like 15 years. That clearly mm -hmm. counts as a dead <clears throat> franchise. So that that is my initial reaction. I'm trying to think of some other ones that I would like to see come back. Punch-Out would be fun. Um, but You just took one of mine. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you know. Why is it... How has it not been... You know, there's only been... What? Uh... So there was the NES game. There was the Super NES game. Mm -hmm. Then there was not a Punch-Out game until the Wii. And then there hasn't been one since. Mm. Um, how has yeah. that franchise not been brought back? Boxing games were fun, too. I remember playing, was it Fight Night over at my place? You, Jeff, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. me, and we would all get just beating each other up. That was fun. Um, let's see can't say Mega Man because that's that's kind of been going. What about Castlevania? It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a while, yeah. I think the last Castlevania would have been the sequel to Lords of Shadow. Um, and then I guess, yeah, 2014 was okay, the last. So, so almost 10 years since a, a new Castlevania game. And, you know, we're getting that Dead Cells Castlevania. Not the um, same, but... That does, look cool. It does um, look cool. It does look cool. I would like to see something based on the anime. I thought the anime was really good. You know, yeah, I enjoyed the style and everything. And it was really well received. It seemed fairly successful. How did that not lead to them being like, hey, we should do a new Castlevania? Mm hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, a lot of those franchises I mentioned, with the exception of like Punch Out, seems like they all kind of hung on for just a bit too long like i'm sure those last entries in both of those are not best received well you know except for punch out I, I, punch out seems to be the one of these that you we've mentioned that like across the board had pretty good reception for all oh totally things. yeah uh I, mean, I meant more like golden axe and yeah. uh mm -hmm. castlevania yeah mm -hmm. hmm so is there anything else big that i'm missing i have one let's hear it uh star fox Ooh, that is a good one. Dude, like a super high budget AAA Star Fox game. Yeah. Like, once again, how is that not more of a thing? And to be fair, I think the last one of those came out on the Wii U, you know, that four people had, mm -hmm. um, but it was not well received. Um, yeah. What is this? Star Fox Zero? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 2016 so not as dead not as long dead as some of the other ones but man this is also something i would like to see them do a show like a star fox show and i don't mean animated i mean give me some fucking uncanny valley jim henson puppets of these characters in a star fox show <laughs> hell yeah um yeah anime stuff is a good idea Mm -hmm. berserk would be something kind of cool they were that wasn't really a big big video game franchise though they definitely took their swings at it though mm -hmm. um 
so I have one that, that this is kind of bending the rules a little bit, but Super Star Wars. Mm. Dude, do you know how hype I would be if they were like, hey, we're putting out Super Star Wars, the prequel trilogy. And then after that, we're putting out Super Star Wars, the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Super Star Wars, the book of Boba Fett. Uh, pff, bruh. bruh. Block your week off. I'm going to have to throw my pants away. <laughs> There's no getting the cum stains out. Right. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I guess if I had to, like right now, right this second, mm-hmm. if I had to pick something, probably <coughs> in Castlevania. Castlevania is a really good one. And, you know, we've. I what's, into. what's funny is with a lot of these, right? Um, these dead franchises, what happens is, you know, one of the main guys behind them goes off and makes a spiritual successor, right? Mm-hmm. Like Bloodstained. Bloodstained, yeah. Right. Um, from Koji Igarashi, I think is his name. Yep. Um, he's the guy who that was sort of responsible for the rebirth of Castlevania with Symphony of the Night, right? And mm-hmm. And that sort of dictated the course of Castlevania for the next fucking... 15 almost 20 years probably yeah um, i want a reboot mm-hmm. i want a reboot done by miyazaki and we'll call it a day we'll sell 20 million copies oh my god okay okay steve so if if miyazaki and we've talked about this we've talked about this several times how sometimes the from stuff feels like the spiritual successor to the concept of castlevania castlevania is totally fucking yeah. hard right 100%. Leans into the horror elements, got the Japanese weirdness mixed in with it. Would you want it to be a situation more like, you know, Souls or Bloodborne or Elden Ring where you make your character and you pick your class and your weapon and stuff? Or would you want it to be more of a Sekiro situation where you either yes. play as a specific character or maybe that, you know, you could play as a Belmont or Alucard. It gives you, you know, you maybe have some options. I like that idea. Yeah. <clears throat> the, um, the latter, I mm-hmm. guess you would say. Uh, yeah. I like that idea a lot. Um, not that they're the RPG style is bad. They're great at that. But I really did enjoy when they what they did with Sekiro, where they kind of locked you into this one character and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of put the RPG elements behind some other stuff you know like you power up by beating bosses and collecting prayer beads and stuff instead of like spending points Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so they could definitely do something like that with castlevania i like the idea of having multiple characters you could play through as well Mm -hmm. you know that would be cool that would give you that i've always enjoyed and and there it's not as super common but having multiple protagonists that you can like play from start to beginning through a game right Right. like Mm. um you know like octopath traveler kind of did that but it wasn't start to finish um Mm. oh by the way sex and the furry titty is on sale on steam Steam. (laughs) just so you know bro you Uh. start you start uh, scrolling down to the bottom of the steam sale page and you really hit the bottom right yeah the anchor has has landed all right you ready for my next one i sure am all right, so you're 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 free for like the next couple of days, and you're just in a mood, man. Just in a bad mood. Okay. You feel like going out and getting into some trouble. Okay. Okay. So you're gonna go get wasted and have a night on the town where you get up into some shit, and you you open your phone and you have these five people on speed dial. Which one are you picking? Okay. All right. Albert Wesker. From Resident Evil. Yes. Kefka from Final Fantasy VI. Uh, 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 uh. King Tom's like, oh no. The Entity from Dead by Daylight. Ooh. The Entity is the all-powerful being, by the way. Right, right. It's the the evil that rules over the universe of Dead Mm. by Daylight. It's not a specific killer. He who, it's, it's... The entity is who guides the killers. Exactly. Right. Trevor, Grand Theft Auto 6. Or, last one, Arthas the Lich King from World of Warcraft. Which one of those guys are you going out and getting into trouble with? 
Arthas, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> like, Peace and Love, a, a great story, cool character design, but I feel like he would just annoy me. And if I'm in a mm -hmm. bad mood, my ass is probably about to get turned into a zombie by the Lich King, because I'll be talking shit to him. <laughs> like, why, why are you such a fucking turd, Arthas? Um, so, he's out. Um, the entity, like, that seems like a bad idea. Right? Like, okay, yeah, I'm going out with the entity, but something tells me somewhere in my near future, I'm on, I'm hung up on a rusty hook next to a generator <laughs> that Nick just blew. Right? You know? Like, um, I figured the entity would make you into the killer. Ooh. Ooh. Does the entity have a passport? <laughs> kind of read my mind <laughs> all right i took the bit too far my bad um <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the entity might be back in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Is that Wesker, Kafka, and Trevor? So, okay. In all honesty, if you want to go out and get into some trouble just locally, Trevor's your dude. Right? Like, but then again, like, I don't know, man. Do I really want to hang out with Trevor all messed up and scabby? I mean, you're going to definitely end up killing somebody and probably robbing a bank and maybe does, flying a helicopter. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Steve. Does Trevor have a passport? <laughs> oh, man, it's been so long since I've heard this jam. My answer is the entity. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with Wesker either. Once again, a dude that just seems like too much of a douche to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. Right? But be bitching about Chris Redfield the whole time. Bruh, now listen. All behavior interactive, they're going to have to redo some maps. There's going to need to be some ramps and shit for when they introduce the crippled ghost killer in the Dead by Daylight. Nice. You know? That's my killer. If I was a killer in Dead by Daylight, that's that's the concept, the crippled ghost. Nice. <laughs> <clears throat> you picked the one I thought you were going to pick there, for the record. Okay. Yep. Once once I sort of clicked with it. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Um, who, okay, so who are you going out on the town with? Um, for me, it's probably going to be fucking Trevor, because I don't like Kefka. I don't like Wesker. Arthas, eh, he's too holier than thou. Exactly. That's and my that point, man. I feel like he's just going to be preaching to me the whole time. Yeah. And if I'm with Trevor, at least I know if I get into a shootout, we're probably going to win. Yeah. So, yeah. None um, of them are great choices, but. Can you imagine, one. Steve, the fucking reaction in the Dead by Daylight community, right? Where they're like, <laughs> guys, March 21st, we're announcing our new killer. And everybody's like, oh, shit, new killer. Is it going to be, is it going to be uh, licensed? Who's it going to be? If it, if is it is it is it a licensed person? No, it's not licensed. Oh shit. Who's it going to be then? Introducing crippled ghosts. <laughs> and there's a uh there is a a mechanic for the crippled ghost where he can't kill Kate. But they don't <laughs> they don't say that out loud. Like, you know, they don't announce that. People just start to discover it. I was playing uh, Kate against the crippled ghost the other day, and he never took me down or hooked me once. It was weird. You know, that's weird. The same thing happened to me. <laughs> the secret's out. Just play Kate. Four mm. Kates. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sheesh. Um, all right, Steve. So this is my last one. This is my last okay. one that I would consider strong. Okay? I do have other ones, right? Um. So, you know, we, we talked about it on stream one night that we feel like Street Fighter has the best alternate costume game in the fighting game realm, right? Mm 
Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat has the best guest character game in the fighting game realm. But, you know, the whole idea of fighting games crossing over with um, other universes started with Street Fighter, right? Street Fighter versus SNK or Capcom versus SNK or uh, Street Fighter versus X-Men, and which led into the Marvel versus Capcom. Shout out to our buddy Alan with Tatsunoko versus Capcom, right? <laughs> yep. Um, you know, they, they've done a lot of those in their history. But it's been a little while. I think the last one was uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, which wasn't mm, yeah, super, that well received. Yeah, super well received. Um, but let's say this, right? Um, if you could cross over specifically Street Fighter, so it's not Capcom, meaning like you're not going to have Mega Man in there, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, b- b- fucking Resident Evil characters aren't included, Arthur mm-hmm. from Ghouls and Ghosts. It's, it's strictly Street Fighter <clears throat> versus another property, right? Doesn't have to be a fighting game for the record because, you know, fucking the X-Men weren't a Street Fighter, or weren't a fighting game before this, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would it be? All right, let's throw the obvious one out there, which would be Elden Ring. I don't. We won't do that one. Or 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 Cap or Street Fighter versus From. I think Elden Ring specifically works a little better because you have that one has like a big cast of characters. I feel like right more so than the other games, like where you could fill it out <clears throat> pretty easily. Yeah, but if you did um, if you did From, you could do Sakuro. You could do that's true. The, just the Hunter, right? That is that is true. I just don't want all my fucking answers to be from, 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 right. from. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm trying to think of some, of another, like, franchise that might fit well with them. God of War could work these days. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, quite the cast. Big cast. That's what I'm trying to think of are games that have big casts. Hmm. Let's see. Mass Effect in general. That would be fun for you. Yeah. Sure there's enough characters across all that. Because oh, supernatural sure. abilities totally works in this situation, you know? Yep. And have whatever kind of crazy stuff you want. So, hmm, help me out. What are some other good universes out there? <laughs> I thought it would be funny if it was Street Fighter versus Rockstar. So you would have, like, you know, uh, the the cast from Grand Theft Auto Five. You would have, oh, oh uh, sure, Arthur. Arthur Morgan. Yeah. Um, you you know, you could really, Good. the kid from Bully. Yeah, yeah, all the weird games they had. Yeah. Maybe a character from State, State of, of Emergency. Emergency. Make that, him like Dan. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's one that I thought would be kind of funny. Of course, you know me, man. My, my, um, my brain goes Final Fantasy. So, Ooh, yeah. Street Fighter versus Final Fantasy. And, you know, Final Fantasy, Square in general, they tried. They've tried a few times to do a Street Fighter fighting game. And mixed results, you know. But I think if they stuck to the, like, Capcom formula of 2D and flashy, I think you could come up with something pretty cool there. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Um, Anime would be kind of neat, too, Mm -hmm. to, like, throw in there as well. Street Um, Fighter versus MAPPA. Yeah, like Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or uh, Demon Slayer, or, you know, there's tons of things. Mm-hmm. Be fun. Um, all of them. How about Street Fighter versus anime? Yeah, Street Fighter <laughs> versus anime is pretty sick. I was thinking the other, I was thinking like, ooh, Street Fighter versus Evangelion. But then, like, mm. okay, so you're not going to be using the EVA units. That ain't right. fair, right? And then, so, you, so your three characters are going to be Asuka, Rey, and uh, Shinji, right? You could work in Mari. I'm a Mari fan from the mm-hmm. new movies, but like the cast is sort of limited versus like, Kaji, yeah, Mis- Misato. You can just throw in Shinji's fucking doo doo ass dad in there, yeah, <laughs> Gendo, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, Gendo. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, my Mari and my Asuka fucking game would be tight though. Oh, I bet. I wouldn't even need the lab. Jeff would be like, <laughs> I'm not playing this game anymore. <laughs> just day one mm-hmm. you're just balling mm-hmm. um yakuza could be kind of fun too i was waiting yeah so, yakuza could be really fun because you could do obviously you could do kiryu you could do majima mm-hmm. honestly that's all i would need 
That's all you need. I mean, every, anybody else, you know, you could do like Ichiban, I suppose. Uh-huh. Like, a lot of the characters are just Japanese dudes. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, nothing wrong with that. Like, I, that's what I love about those games. It's just like every man kind of deal. Mm-hmm. You but, could do the villain from Kiwami. Mm-hmm. That that's oh. your boy in the in Zero. Nishiki. Yeah, and bro, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, what is what is Majima's nickname when he's dressed up like the lady in the escort club? Oh, I can't, oh, I can't think of it right shit, now. Man. But that's really funny. That would be an alternate <laughs> costume. They both, him and Kiryu, both. Uh huh. I'm pretty sure Kiryu has dragged it up before too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um. There's the there's the three bad guys from Yakuza Zero as well. Mm-hmm. Goromi, I can't think of, Goromi uh, is her is his name when he's the lady in the escort club or the hostess club. Goromi Chan. Goromi Chan. Um, Kuza, Kuza, the guy, that tough guy you fight first in Zero. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's some bad guys in there that could fit too, but I don't know. By and large, I'm thinking. I like your idea of Rockstar. Let's go with that. I think that would be weird. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of thought, fun. like, let's be weird, right? I also mm-hmm. thought, you know, it might be kind of neat to do Street Fighter versus Konami. Because, you know, a lot of these, Ooh. right, are... Um, so weird you brought this up. A lot of these, the the crossovers they do are, sometimes they're, they're very focused on, you know, a property. Marvel, X-Men. But sometimes they do, like, SNK or Tatsunoko or whatever the fuck right right um, right so like with konami you could do shit like you know fucking castlevania and S- solid snake metal gear mm-hmm. whatever yeah mm-hmm. so there would be some cool stuff there you could do like absolutely cyber ninja raiden from mm-hmm. uh, metal gear rise and shits a silent hill zone of enders beautiful mm. joe wasn't he konami no, I think he so. was Capcom. He was Capcom because he's in Marvel versus Capcom. I never used him. Fair if enough. he wasn't there, fair <laughs> enough. Gradius, you could do the the ship from Gradius. Nice, um, that would be kind of fun in like a Marvel versus Capcom mm-hmm. style. All right, what's your? Uh, which I think we got time for one more, buddy. So bring it home. All right, so let's see. I've got. You can choose one mechanic. Okay, I've got five mechanics here to choose from. You get to pick one, and it's, and and this is a, a mechanic I like or a mechanic that I get rid of. Uh, a mechanic you like, okay. I think. First one, you can kill the entity slash killer in Dead by Daylight. Oh. Number two, you can have Cloud kiss Tifa, <coughs> Final Fantasy Seven, multiple times if you want to. Freely swap between Kiryu and Majima. In a Yakuza game, just whenever you want to, from now on. Save your horse, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh. And finally, Ellie knows how to play Creeping Death on guitar in The Last of Us 2. See? (laughs) All right, so let's go through these one by one. Because killing the entity slash the killer in... The last or last of Dead, us, by, Dead daylight. by Daylight is something we talked about a lot. Like, as much as we played Dead by Daylight, like once a month, somebody would go, You know what would be kind of cool is if you could like set traps and shit for the killer. You know what I mean? Like, fight mm-hmm. back a mm-hmm. little bit besides just hit them, hitting them with the hand banana. Um, I don't know that I would want to be able to kill the killer, right? Because one of the things I like about Dead by Daylight is it really captures that 80s slasher horror vibe where, like, they're just unstoppable. They may die at the end of the movie, but also at the end of the movie, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, they're not really dead. There's another sequel coming, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I do think it would be kind of cool as if you could, like, it would be it would be something. Honestly, they'd probably have to implement it in, like, a sequel or something because it would be, you know, a big change to the the gameplay loop. But if and and it would have to be something really hard to pull off but if like you and your four or your other three friends could like set up a trap that would really fuck with the killer you know like a big pit or something you know right my thoughts would my thoughts were kind of like at the end if you've gotten all your generators 
you can choose one of the ga- big gates to put a trap in front of. You know, mm-hmm. and he's got to pick which gate to go to. And yeah, I guess- or if you could like booby trap a certain hook. And if the killer stays within the hook, that the area of that hook for a certain time, it like blows up and either kills them or severely incapacitates them. That's my saltiness at fucking uh, campers. Right. Hook mm-hmm. campers coming out there. That would be awesome. Now, you'd also probably end up sacrificing whatever survivor was on the hook. But I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I'd, I'd be, be happy. Fun. to Yeah, do I'd be like, do it, guys. Blow yep. this motherfucker up. You guys Definitely. get out. Um, your horse doesn't die in Ghost of Tsushima. Now, listen, I hate that that poor horse dies, but it's so fucking effective, man. <laughs> I hate it. Please, guys, can we stop killing our animal companions? Like in games, like we got past that in movies a little while ago. For the most part, you know, it still happens sometimes. But can we can we just stop with that? Like, um. But it's it's very effective in the game. Um, Cloud Kiss and Tifa, get the fuck out of here, <laughs> get, uh, bro! You have me putting my control. This would be me, Steve. <laughs> Wait, did he just get the third base with T? He- <laughs> hey, Steve, do you want to start? I'm going to buy you Call of Duty. Do you want to play Call of Duty with me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what were... Okay, so that's... Yeah, then we also had the freely swap between Kiryu and Majima whenever you want to in a Yakuza game. Now, you know why I like this is because this gives me Grand Theft Auto V vibes, Mm -hmm, right? Where mm -hmm. you could freely swap. Oh, man. And then Ellie knows how to play Creeping Death. I do love that song, and I do like Ellie. Uh, you know what? I'm going freely swap between Majima and Kiryu. I can't. I, I like that would just be so fun. Because do you remember the weird shit you would walk in on when you switched characters in uh, Grand Theft Auto Five? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, can you <laughs> imagine just imagine? The shit. Yeah, the weird shit <laughs> you would find Majima up to. Like yep. Kiryu, I love him, but he's a bit of a dummy and. A, l- a tiny bit boring from time to time. So what's he? You're gonna go. You're gonna switch to him, and he's gonna be helping out some orphans. Good for you, dude. Um, <laughs> but um, switching to Goro, you're gonna see some wild shit. Wild. Yep. Shit. He's the proto uh, Trevor. Really. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, that's the one I'm going with. Which one of those would you go with, buddy? Um, it's probably going to be that one as well but uh i it's tempting to do the ellie knows how to play creeping death i thought that would be just kind of funny it would be funny if like you know when she sits down with dina at that yeah, one point and she starts playing take, take on, on me. me instead of it's just <laughs> ding 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 sing it dina die by my hand i creep across the land killing first one man okay I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with one real quick, okay? Right, it, it, and the reason I want to do this is because it's very sim- yours was very similar to one of mine, which is if you could eliminate one game mechanic from all future games that no games would ever use this mechanic again, what would it be? <clears throat> Shitty maps. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Does that count? I mean... Yeah, shitty maps. I would say escort quests. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a good one. Now... That is a good one. To be fair, escort quests aren't nearly as bad as they used to be because, like, the AI is better and stuff. But, Mm -hmm. dude, back in the day, like, I would say especially sort of in your PlayStation 1 and 2 era, if I was playing a game that got an escort quest, I would be so bummed. So (laughs) bummed. Oh, my God, would I be bummed. Yeah, man, no kidding. Ugh. You sure you don't have time for a real quick bonus round? Yeah, let's do one. All right, so this is going to be just 10 real quickies. Okay. Just, you're the, you're, these are designed for you to just answer. Just first thing that pops into my first head. First thing that pops into my mind. I wrote down what I think you are going to answer. Okay. So this okay. is kind of like the, the, um, the fucking show where the people are fucking married or whatever. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Favorite weapon from any Final Fantasy? The Buster Sword. 
biggest badass in Elden Ring. Fucking uh the dude that with the the fucking spectral tiger, what's his name? He's he's a boss towards the end of the game. He's got the big tiger lion thing, although I don't yeah. like that he fucking killed it, but Horaloo. Horaloo! Chieftain of the Badlands! <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, one move from Street Fighter that you have in real life. Oh, it's not from Street Fighter. I was about to say mew, 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 mew. Um, <laughs> I would say uh, Cannon Spike. Okay. Best enemy type in Halo? Uh, just your regular old-ass elites. Captain Shepard or Darth Revan? Captain Shepard. Favorite multiplayer level in any Halo? Uh, high Ground from Halo 3. Best horror game of all time? Resident Evil 4. Who wins in a boxing match? Mike Tyson from Punch-Out or Radon from Elden Ring? Radon. Better developed legs. I like this one. Mario or Chun-Li? Chun-Li, bro. <laughs> Have you seen Mario's legs? He jumps, he jumps a lot, though. Yeah, well, the power... We haven't seen him in crystal clear, like, okay. Street Fighter rendering either. That's true, but, man, let me get... The, let me fair, get no, fair enough. I let me get it. them Chun-Li <laughs> legs wrapped around my nugget. She's who I picked for you. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, last one real quick. Cloud versus Jin Sakai. Who wins? Cloud. Sorry. Okay. okay. All right, so Buster Sword got it. I said you would say Placidus Axe. I missed that one. I said Hadouken for Street Fighter move in real life. Missed it. I said Elites. Yep. Okay. Captain Shepard versus Darth Revan. I got that one. Shepard. I said Last Resort, but I, I, I was thinking High Ground, but I just had the wrong name. So. <laughs> yeah, High Ground's my favorite multiplayer map of all time in any shooter game. I love that map. Resident Evil 4, I got that one. Hell yeah. Ridon got that one, and then Chun-Li got it, and then I picked Jin Sakai. It's probably recency bias, but uh, yeah. I just think he's a better swordsman. Okay, so what? go real quick. Tell me your answers for those, if they differed from any of mine. Oh, man, I didn't even think about my okay. answer, if, if I'm being honest. We'll run that question back next time we do this ca this, uh, this concept. Yeah, yeah. This concept. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, listen, what are what are some of your answers to some of these hypotheticals? Why don't you let us know at highpotionpod at gmail.com. Follow Steve on Twitter at stonedcobra. Follow me at blueharvestpod. Follow the podcast at highpotionpod. Leave us a review for God's sakes. <laughs> Don't make me get Horaloo chieftain of the Badlands after you. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. Come hang out on with with us on stream sometime. Twitch.tv slash Blue Harvest Pod. Yeah, it's we'll, a fuckload of fun. It is a lot of fun. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.